Six Foot Plus, a program of music and more for those who like it spooky. Broadcasting from a remote corner of the front office, found online at sixfootplus.com. Another episode of Six Foot Plus, the podcast of music and more for those who like it spooky. New episodes are found every Friday over at sixfootplus.com on mobile smartphone apps like Stitcher and Dogcatcher and on iTunes. Subscribe to Six Foot Plus and rate, review, and recommend. Hello, and thanks for tuning in to another episode. I'm your curator, Strange Jason. How have you been? It's summer for those of us up in the Northern Hemisphere, though people probably haven't been feeling summery yet. It's either been cataclysmic weather or rain. Either way, summer. Are you excited? Is anyone listening to this below the equator? Is it winter down there? Hmm. I should try to get some more Southern Hemisphere bands on this show and develop a following. But not on this episode, no, we actually went the opposite direction, opening up with a Canadian band. It was Forbidden Dimension, and there's a reason for that. It's in part due to the announcement I made last Saturday. Well, we're putting together a bit of a Forbidden Dimension tribute album, but I'll get into that in further detail in a little bit. We've got Dr. Gang Green's recommended movie of the week, a Monster Map Minute, and the next part of All This and Gore, continuing on where they left off last week. 
We've got music from Astro Casket, The Bloody Jug Band, Dirty Dead, and much more. The Tychonauts and their cover of The Fourth Dimension are up now, off of their album Surf Music from Outer Space. Fourth Dimension is as real and true a dimension as any of the other three.
In your town and in your neighborhood, thousands of girls are becoming rockabilly hellcats. Girls running in packs who learn the naked facts of life too young, just in clothes from cats like us. Don't tell me you've never rode a hot rod or had a late date in the second balcony. These girls shop online all hours of the night at catslikeus.com, and they get what they want. T-shirts, tight dresses, handbags, and more. These girls are dressed to kill. Too young to be careful, too tough to be afraid. I get my kicks at Cats Like Us, city of Tonawanda. Catslikeus.com. Hi, this is Debbie Rashawn, and you are listening to the Six Foot Plus Podcast, baby. Listen up. Tsunamis with Amigo Neutron, and then Kings of Nothing. We played that for a reason. So, this Forbidden Dimension tribute album I mentioned. It's going to be called Creepsville 13, playing off of the 1989 release Creepsville 99 by Forbidden Dimension. It's going to be out in October, with both a limited CD release as well as being made available for digital download. This is a not-for-profit venture, with all the profits from the sale of Creepsville 13 going to charity, likely the Humane Society of Canada. This past Saturday, I announced the open call for bands who wanted to submit a cover of a Forbidden Dimension song. For all the details, go to bit.ly slash creep13. Yep, bit.ly slash creep13. Over the next couple of weeks, I'll talk more about this little project, amping it up, letting you know who's on it. But for now, 
Here's the band Mazinga. You can find all their music over at mazinga.bandcamp.com. Why, over there you can find this song. This is Devil Girl.
band Energy and I Killed Your Boyfriend. That was another discovery from Bandcamp. Well, at least it's not MySpace. Six Foot Plus isn't on MySpace, or at least I don't think we are, but we are on Twitter and on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Six Foot Plus and at Six Foot Plus on Twitter. That's the number six, F-T-P-L-U-S. Also, check out Gravediggers Local 16, first online at gravediggerslocal.com, but also on Facebook, facebook.com slash gravediggerslocal, and at GDL16 on Twitter. There's also Six Foot Plus Podcast, number six, F-T-P-L-U-S Podcast on Instagram, but I never really put up anything there except, well, did I... I was at a low straight jacket show most recently, and I would have taken pictures of the spastics, the egos, and skeletal life, but I think my battery was dying. If you're on Instagram, go follow Haunted Shack Theater on there anyways. It's Uncle Yaya. That's a much better account. Take my word for it. Summer's here and things are picking up. A lot more bands are swinging by and more new music will be coming out. It's exciting. We're going to have our annual best of the year so far episode soon, so send in your suggestions either via Twitter or Facebook. We'll make sure that you start the second half of 2013 off right, and that of course it means with the Monster Rat Minute. Good morning, maniacs! <laughs> yes, that's right. It is I, your fiend, yours truly, Monster Matt Patterson, and Maniacs, along with me this time, take them or leave them, is Igor. Hello, mister, and you, Maniacs, you, uh, master, I prepared the, uh, the coach for the trip. Yes, uh, the road trip. <laughs> the coach? You mean the uh, football coach? What are you talking about here? No, mister, I mean... Our hearse, our coach, I ride to the beach. <laughs> oh, Igor, why didn't you just say so? Jeez, speak the king's English, man. <sighs> Anyways, yeah, we're headed to the beach. And, um, you know, last time, Igor, I don't know if you recall, we tried building a sand castle. And, uh, what happened then? Oh, 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 Master, I remember, I remember. Was that the time we built the sandcastle and the uh, solicitors came to the gate of the sandcastle and I was going to chop off their heads? <laughs> yes, exactly, you freak. <laughs> That's when the solicitors came to the gate, as you said, and they wanted to know if I wanted a subscription to some magazines. And then I said... Oh, oh, mister, I know what you said. Igor, would you let me tell the story? Mister, I can do it better than you. That's when you said that, uh, 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 oh yeah, that you already had a subscription to, uh, Martian Stewart, and that it was out of this world. <laughs> Igor, go soak your head. Sheesh. Now, uh, why don't you grab us a couple of iced teas and we'll hit the road, you toad. Anyways, Maniacs, let's get to it, shall we? The Killer Tomatoes are enjoying some forms of social media. They found that the time is ripe for some Vine videos. <laughs> now, what film allows people to commit crime for 12 hours 
starring Ethan Hawke and Goldilocks. The Porridge. What's that? The punchline was just right? Well, of course it was. <laughs> okay, what movie starring Leonardo DiCaprio does the fly like? The Great Natsby. <laughs> you know, I hear there's a lot of buzz about it. Okay. And uh, what Brian Adams song do vampires absolutely despise? Aim it straight for the heart. That one was um, pretty awful and Igor is flagging me down, so that means I've got to run, I've got to go, and we've got to hit the beach. So, Maniacs, until next time, I will see you later. Bye-bye. Bye, Maniacs. <laughs> Shut up, Igor, and drive. You just survived the Monster Matt Minute with Monster Matt Patterson. To find out more about Monster Matt, his adventures, and to read his new horror comedy comic, head over to Ha Ha Horror. Found online at hahahorror.com. Back in the 70s, going for a rush. Wanna get a taste of blood, just like a vampire. This is Alexandra West. This is Andrea Subasati from the Faculty of Horror. And you're listening to Six Foot Plus.
Astro Casket, 976 Evil, and Facas Voradoras, Just Like a Vampire. And just like a vampire, I'm avoiding direct sunlight this summer. For as much as possible, I burn way too easily. Make sure to cover up. Skin cancer's no joke. Not unlike the monster mat- Wait, wait, wait. Um, I'm sorry. We, we already did that. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Sorry. The left hand band wants to give a shout out to Mondo Sacramento 2. I meant to say that on last week's episode, but got caught up in the theme. I think we're good. Are we good? Alright, so let's listen now to Blackheart by Dirty Dead.
Dr. Geek and the Freak Show, Ghoul Shock, off of their brand new album. Hmm, an album coming out in 2013? Should have played that song on next week. Too late now. Our best of is not a statement or a judgment of one band or one album being better than the others, but more of a spotlight because a lot of music has come out this year so far and it's hard to keep track of it. We've missed a lot. It's more of a recap or possible advice on what you should go check out. Much like the Dr. Gangrene recommended movie of the week. Dr. Gangreen back here on YouTube with another movie recommendation of the week. Now, this week is uh, all about James Gunn. That's right, James Gunn. James Gunn. Who's James Gunn? James Gunn is the guy who directed Slither. And this is my recommended movie of the week, Slither. This is a great movie. If you guys did not check this out in the theater a few years ago, then you just missed out on a really fun time. Now, Slither is kind of one of these, you know, uh, aliens that crawl inside the body and turn into zombie movies, but it is just really a really fun modern made B movie. Check this out, see for yourself. Throughout the years, these classic horror films had one thing in common. <laughs> From Universal Pictures, comes a film so shocking. Uh, we've got a real problem here. So disgusting. Don't let him in your mouth! It will change the face <laughs> of horror. They're doing things to people. Turning them into some kind of monsters. How's everybody's evening? Good? Good. Now, the reason I said that this is all about James Gunn is because I'm going to tell you guys a little bit more about him because James is a pretty cool guy. James wrote Tromeo and Juliet, which, again, if you haven't seen, you need to check that one down. Check that one out, rather. That's a um, uh, Troma Pictures movie, and um, Kaufman directed it, but I, I kind of get a feeling that James Gunn kind of had a little of a hand in directing it as well. But he wrote that one, and then he went on after that to do Scooby-Doo. He wrote the Scooby-Doo movie. Um, uh, let's see, he also... Um, did the remake of Dawn of the Dead, and then this was the movie that he really wanted to make, or intended to make, or had inside of him all along. So those other movies were kind of along the pathway to get to Slither, our recommended movie of the week. So good job, James. And by the way, he does a pretty fun movie called PG, or a pretty fun uh, um, little um, web program called PG Porn. That's right, PG Porn. Look it up. You're going to be glad that you did. So, PG Porn, James Gunn, telling Dr. Gangreen sent you. And if you enjoyed this little uh, 
not a review again I don't do reviews enjoy this recommendation click the subscribe button up there and uh, join us check out uh, what we got going every weekend check us out on www.drgangreen.com for all the fun stuff that we do and all the boring stuff we do and all the stuff that we don't do that we should be doing and all the rest that's it for this week Cameron you seen this movie love that movie great movie Slither did you see it in the theater absolutely good man good man
Hi, this is Tyler Chase of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Six Foot Plus. Goblin Haas and Goblin Haas Records. Get to GoblinHaas.com, G-O-B-L-I-N-H-A-U-S.com for new horror rock CDs, records, and horrorific monster and Halloween collectibles. Need a Frankenstein for your granny, a costume for the kid, or some sounds for your ears? Goblin Haas has it. And now on Goblin Haas Records, strange dreams and graveyard scenes await in Transylvania Mania. The new 13-song full-length record by Monster A Go-Go, a ripping return to the pogoing days of the Misfits, 45 Grave, and the Dam, Transylvania Mania, available exclusively on CD from Goblin Haas Records. All things spook, Goblin House.
Man-Made Monster by Manimals, a horror punk metal band that I never knew existed until I talked to the dude from Mumula. And before that, a request for Send More Paramedics for Dan Gorman. Hi, Dan. All right, it's the continuing adventures of Tammy and JR of Twisted Central in this, the second part of that jam-packed bit of All This and Gore. In this edition of All This and Gore, Tammy and JR talk about an underrated movie that they think deserves a bit more attention. It's body parts, so get yourself prepared. Hold on to someone or some part of someone that you enjoy while we listen to All This and Gore. You're listening to Diane Franklin for Twisted Central, All This and Gore. You're doomed if you stay here. Now that we're done talking about all the depressing shit, I guess we should talk a little bit about body parts. Body parts. Okay. <laughs> so this is our second review, and I will have everybody know that both of them were picked by me. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, okay, Body Parts, 1991, starring Jeff Fahey as Bill Cruikshank, Kim Delaney as his wife, Brad Dourif also has a role in this as Remo Lacey, and Lindsay Duncan as Dr. Agatha Webb. Um, the plot is Bill Cruikshank is a criminal psychologist. He is on his way to work and has a horrible car accident. Very horrible. Um, yeah, very horrible. And he is taken to the hospital right away. I mean, he's, he's lost his arm. But they can put a, they have a donor arm ready to go. And his wife signs off on it and they give him another arm. And he rehabs, and it looks gross and nasty, but he rehabs it, and it works just like a regular arm would, but soon afterwards, he starts to feel something wrong with it. And uh, it kind of seems to have a little bit of a mind of its own, and he finds out that they were the arm belonged to a serial killer. My arms and, do that sometimes. Yeah. They have a mind of their own sometimes. Huh. I'm sorry. Uh, she'll get that looked at. <laughs> Huh? Yeah, I should, but, you yeah. know, it's mainly when I'm drinking. I think my arms are allergic to beer, maybe. Right. Okay. <laughs> Good one. Go ahead. Continue. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, so he then finds out that the serial killer was on death row and said they cut off his head in the surgical room, and the uh, cop guards stand there. Oh, stand Oh, JR. <laughs> they stood there until that was done, then left. And his arms and his legs were removed to give to other people. Um, and from there, it there's really not a dull moment in this movie. It, there's a lot of action. 
and there's a lot of other things that go on. I'm not going to give away any spoilers, but um, Bill Cruikshank meets up with these other two people who have the donor parts. They all kind of form a little team, but Bill's the one who thinks that there's something wrong with these, with this arm and these le- the legs and the other arm, but uh, nobody else seems to see it. Okay. Um, well, let's try our, we're going to do something new and play the trailer for you. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Well, I'd appreciate it if you'd, uh, if you'd send a, a copy to all the members and indicate that, uh... there's nothing to worry about. Everything's going to be just fine. Transplanted another arm for you. How does it feel to have someone else to start? Dad, it's sort of gross. Well, it's not how it looks, it's how it works, right? I think there's something the matter with me. Oh. See Really? Something wrong with the person I used to belong to. You have this guy's arm. You don't have his personality. I want you to run my prints. Any past record I had would show up on the printout, right? Put a killer's arm onto my body and you didn't tell me. That arm can't do anything you don't want it to. How do you know that? Where does evil live? Does it live in the soul? In the mind? Maybe it lives in the flesh. Maybe you've got some kind of demon inside of you these days. Why doesn't anybody want to ask any questions about these operations? I hit my kid. I tried to strangle my wife. I have nightmares every night. I want this arm off! Don't you realize what I and my team have accomplished with that arm? Take the kids and go to your mother's. Don't pack, just go now! original trailer wasn't it <clears throat> yeah that was the original trailer yeah that scared the holy shit out of me when i was a little kid i saw that <laughs> i never even saw i actually never even saw it, the movie until about 2003 oh really well yeah and anybody who wants to watch it can just go to like youtube and type in body parts trailer and then you can just actually watch the whole thing because visually it's a you know you get a better grip on it visually yeah. so I- I think you can find the, the body parts, the movie itself. Is, is it on iTunes? I don't know if it's on iTunes, but I watched it on Amazon. Okay, on Amazon Instant. <laughs> yeah. Because the DVD itself, I think, is out of print. I would imagine it is. Yeah. yeah. That was back when Jeff Fahey was still cool. Ooh, I didn't know some... he was ever cool. Well, yeah, he was cool. Back in the nine, back in the late 80s, early 90s, he was way cool when he did like that, you know. Lawnmower Man. Lawnmower Man, Yeah. <laughs> And okay, yeah, I guess he was. There was a few there was a few others that I I mean I just remember being in love with him when I was a kid cuz he had that dark hair and those blue eyes and 
Yeah, you know, maybe I, well, Stacia still has the hots for him, so, you know, maybe he has that thing. And I did, I did look up on his IMDb, Mm -hmm. and um, he is going to be in that Stephen King movie, or or TV series, actually, that they're filming right now from his book, Under the Dome. Dome, Yeah, I was going to say it's Dome something. Yeah, that's a good book. I read that book. That whole, like, four-inch thick book. (laughs) (laughs) That thing is huge. But yes, he was he was a hot mess back in the late 80s, early 90s. Or not a hot mess, a hot commodity, I guess. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Um, I did see also that this movie won quite a, quite, you know, several awards, too. Did you see that? Body parts, too? Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, it won, <clears throat> um, at the Saturn Awards, it won Best Music, Best Horror Film, Best Director, and Best Makeup. And at the Fangoria Chainsaw Awards, it won Best Supporting Actor for Brad Dourif. Nice. Yeah. Brad didn't have a huge role in the movie, but he, um, it was a, I guess it was a pretty decent size, and it was right around the time when Child's Play 2 was coming out. I think it came out in the same year. Yeah, which is why, because I looked up the, I saw the awards thing before I watched it again, and mm-hmm. um, I had for, actually forgotten that he was even in it. But, and then after watching it, I'm like, what, you know, he doesn't really, I don't think I would consider that a supporting role. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's, Kim Delaney had more of a supporting role than Brad Dourif did. Mm-hmm. He was mainly in there because of his name at the time. Yeah, Child's I guess. Play, <clears throat> Child's Play 2 was coming out, and he was getting a lot of roles. Right. He was getting a lot of exposure. Yeah, so he was like, he was like Jeff Fahey back then. He was a hot commodity. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put Brad in our movie. He'll draw viewers. And he usually does. Oh, yeah, he does. It's the same. It's like Lance Hamrickson. You put him. He was in that stupid seamstress movie for like 10 minutes in all. And they had his name on the front cover like he was a highlighted, you know, like he was a main character. Say the movie Intruder. Have you ever seen Intruder? Um, probably not, since it sounds a whole lot like a home invasion film. It's not. It's totally not. It, it was a uh, Empire Pictures uh, movie, and they tagged the main on the front cover, Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell is in a minute or less of the movie, <laughs> at the very end. Well, I mean, if he's, you know, if he makes an appearance, I guess, you know, you can put his name on the box. Oh, it's just horrible. Like, I bought it, I'm like, wow, I've never heard of this movie, and I watched it, I'm like, what the fuck? It was an okay movie. Well, I guess I should say that um, Body Parts is based on a novel by uh, called Choice Cuts by Pierre, and I'm sure I'm going to fuck up his name, Boyer. It's, I don't know. It's B-O-I-L-E-A-U. Yeah, I think he did. Boyo. I don't know. Body Parts was directed by Eric Red, um, and the, it was developed into a screenplay by Eric Red and Norman Snyder, I guess. You can go ahead. Let me hear what you have to say since it's your move, your pick. I really, I really like Body Parts. Like I said earlier, I didn't see the movie until about 2003, and really no good reason. I just because you were scared. I guess so. <laughs> I had probably forgotten about it that it even existed, and I was uh, getting ready for. I had a seasonal job one year at GameStop, which was awesome, <laughs> and I was getting ready for. You now I had about. An hour to kill, and it was on Cinemax. And I kind of sat down and started watching it, and I really couldn't turn it off. And it pissed me off because I couldn't finish it. And I, uh, it was on again later, and I, uh, I watched it. and I loved it. It's just 
for me, there really wasn't a dull moment. There's a lot of stuff that happens. There's a lot of action. There's a lot of horror. Um, and the performances are great. And, and the, <clears throat> what gets, what makes, to me, what makes a really good horror movie is the story. And I thought the story was fantastic. It, it wasn't all over the place. It didn't really have too many holes. I mean, it, it was really, it was just really entertaining. Well, that's what I remember when you, when you brought this one up. When you said let's watch that one, I was like, I was like, oh, is that the one where the guy's riding down the road with his arm out the window? Yeah. Because that's that was what that's like the standout moment for me is like when he's like I mean I, I'm sure I probably watched it when it came out, and and that's the moment that that's the one thing of that whole film was that I remember Jeff Fahey was in it and mm-hmm. he was driving in a car and had his arm out the window. Right. So, you know, I mean, there, it's it's definitely. A memorable, maybe not these days, but back then in '91, it was a memorable, you know, movie. I think it's a little underrated too. I mean, it's not talked about. There's a lot of older horror movies from the '80s and '90s that are talked about. Body Parts is very seldom one of those conversations. Yeah, I, I don't know if I would quite categorize it as a horror movie, though. I mean, yeah. maybe because it has the whole. It depends on how you look at it. If you look at it as it has that whole spirit possession type thing, yeah, then I guess you could qualify it as a horror movie. If you just look at it as, okay, he got this guy's arm and blah, 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 and it's just the blood pumping through there, you know, um, then it, for me, to me, it would be a little more thriller-ish. Okay. Horror, but, thriller, same thing. Yeah, well, I don't know. Depends. <laughs> Because to me, horror is something that scares some. Well, it, it scared you, I guess. So it scared me when I was a little kid. I saw that the trailer like scared trailer. you. <laughs> I just, I don't know if I really wet my pants, but I may have. Um, what well, you wet your I, pants? Actually, I was probably eleven years old, so I hope I did. But um, and I always did remember the only, the always the thing that stuck out to me was that scene that you had mentioned. That and the fact that Brad Dourif was in it because I knew he was the voice of Chuck. See, I didn't remember that he was in it at all. Yep, I remembered it. Because I remember looking it up on IMDb before I actually watched it. And, I mean, I had already seen it, but I remember Jeff Fahey because he was a lawnmower man. Yeah. And Actually, he was Joe. Well, it's the same thing. He's a lawnmower man. <laughs> He's the yard guy. He pushes a lawnmower. But, yeah, that's because... It, and like I said, Jeff Fahey was one back then. Anytime I saw him, I always immediately knew who he was because he had those eyes. His eyes are pretty. They are pretty. I'm gonna. So I'm gonna that? save that. <laughs> so when we put together a best of all this and gore, I can have you going. His eyes are pretty. Well, they are. I mean, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with my masculinity. I can say Jeff Fahey has some good fucking looking eyes. Yeah. And and if I don't think they would be as pretty if he had like blonde hair, but he's got right. the darker hair, yeah. so it makes his eyes stand out more. I was honestly, <laughs> I watched it at a point in time when I was just a teeny bit distracted. Um, okay. So I did. To me, it seemed like I enjoyed it more back in '91, you know, when it originally came out. But it, I mean, you're right. There's, it never has a dull moment. It, there's never any downtime with this one. It's always just in your face. And the acting is obviously pretty superb, I guess is a good word. 
And I especially liked the makeup effects. All that scarring that they did on his arm and making yes. it look like look like he had, you know, all that scarring that they put on there and making it look like he had the different skin. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, that, that was awesome. Yeah, it was really, it was very well done. And whoever, whoever the stuntman was that volunteered to fall out of that car was incredible. Because you, I mean, I was watching, and I think I even rewound it and watched it again. It doesn't look like it's a mannequin that they tossed out that window. And, you know, just the the parts where they're they're taking him, the serial killer, apart, you know, or they're wheeling Jeff Fahey in there in his, you can, where they did the makeup effects on his nub. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what to say. Um... You know, I mean, the the special effects were just very, very well done. And so, I mean, it was, I enjoyed it. I think, I think it's a movie that to, to really appreciate it, you have to be able to watch it when you're not distracted. Not that it's hard to follow because most of the, most of the plot is given away just even in the synopsis, but it's, it's, it relies on action and it relies on story and character basically. So it's just something that you have. You need to be able to give it your full attention to enjoy it to its potential. Well said. <laughs> Thank you. See, beer can be good sometimes. That was almost as good as the uh, the emoting her emotions <laughs> comment. See, the podcast that was scrapped, I didn't drink. That's the problem. Uh, <laughs> I think we, we both had bad days that day. I mean, that wasn't the best movie anyway. But um, so I was looking it up. Um, IMDb gave it a five point one. Rotten Tomatoes has it at forty percent, which backs up the fact that you say it's very underrated. Is yeah. So I would say, huh? I'm right. They're wrong. Yes, you're right. This once, you're right. (laughs) Maybe maybe. Huh? She says that to me all the time. Oh, well, then she's doing it wrong. (laughs) Uh, No, so, yeah, if you haven't seen it, I think it's something, it's definitely a movie that deserves to be seen. Yes. So, you know, Amazon is where I found it, Amazon Instant. Were you able to rent it or did you have to buy it? Um, What did I do? I think I, I don't remember. But, I mean, it doesn't matter. Uh, if I was going to apologize if you had to buy it. Well, I mean, it's, it, like I said, I wasn't even able to give it my full attention. It's one of those movies that I would set my kids down and go, oh, you have to watch this. Mm-hmm. You know, so just because I torture my children like that by making them watch older movies so that right. they can appreciate <laughs> the work that goes into those older movies when they didn't have all that CGI and shit. Right. So what do you give it? I would give, and I'm pretty, I'm not harsh on the stars, but I'm, I kind of reserve the, the really higher ones for really, really super good movies. Not this, this wasn't a great movie, but I would give this three and a half stars. What? Three and a half out of five. The, Are we doing ten? No, we're doing ten. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, shit. Sorry. We always do ten. Oh, we only did it once, and that was a long time ago. Okay, well, we do ten. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Out of ten, I would give this seven and a half stars. Oh, see, that's much better. You even gave it more than I did because I was at a six and a half. 
Yeah, seven and a half, I think, is fair. Even though I love the movie, I don't think it deserves any more than seven and a half. Um, only because of the fact that... Shit, I lost my train of thought. I don't know. <laughs> That part. You were trying. Uh, you were explaining why it doesn't deserve more than seven and a half. Well, seven and a half is a pretty is yeah, a pretty good pretty score. Good. That's pretty good. I think seven and a half is a very fair number for this film. Yeah, it is. And most of it, like I did enjoy the acting. But I thought the story was. A lot hang better. on, hang on. There's a motorcycle or something going by. Okay. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. I did enjoy the acting in the movie. I thought it was great but I, I enjoyed the story more than I enjoyed the actual actors. Well, yeah, because you're talking you're talking about back in the the era when they actually when horror <laughs> movies actually had a story. Right. <clears throat> Story's important, people. It is important. Future filmmakers take <laughs> Yes, please take note. All right, Igor. You take the mummy's head and twist right. I'll take the mummy's feet and twist left, and we'll produce some mummy juice. All right, now let's twist again, like we did last summer. Let's twist again, like we did last year. Oh, do you remember when we first squeezed the mummy?
The Bloody Jug Band, Grave Robber Blues. And you'll be blue if you miss out on go- Wait a minute. Are we doing this? We didn't do this last week. Can we still do it now? Eh, why not? And you'll be blue if you miss out on Ghoul's Night Out, the two-night horror rock extravaganza going on out in Clifton, New Jersey, taking place at Dingbats on July 20th and 21st. More likely, it'll be the last chance you'll get to see Vagora and Bad Hormones, the first chance you'll get to see Kitty in the Casket, and Argyle Goolsby playing solo and not with Blitzkid. It'll feature the first East Coast appearances of Nim Vind and the following band, Order of the Fly. your draft style into something supernatural? The twin power of VoodooSugar.com will put the magic back into your step. Pins, buttons, bags of all shapes and sizes, tees, stickers, magnets, and more. High quality, low prices. That's that's for one. one. VoodooSugar.com. Cool swag for the living and living dead.
blood-sucking zombies from outer space and horror movie addict. We're about to wrap up another episode of Six Foot Plus. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. New episode next week over at sixfootplus.com. Keep in touch with all that we do over at Twitter and Facebook, facebook.com slash sixfootplus and at sixfootplus. That's the number six, F-T-P-L-U-S. Keep reading gravediggerslocal.com and do the creeper thing with facebook.com slash gravediggerslocal and at GDL16 on Twitter. Found these guys over on Bandcamp. Surprise, surprise. They have a couple of self-releases out there, and but I think in general they're unsigned. But they are pretty good. They're called the Corpse Brothel Trio, and they're not for the lighthearted. Of course, I don't think any of you are of a weak constitution. Not if you can make it through a Monster Mat Minute and an episode of Six Foot Plus. Let's be honest. This song is cannibalism, and... Well, I'm going to go grab a bite to eat. Until next week, listener, bon appetit.
Six Foot Plus, episode 63. There's a psychotic killer at the end of this episode. This has been Six Foot Plus, a GDL 16 production. To support, subscribe, rate, review, and recommend Six Foot Plus. The theme song, Carpe Noctum, performed by the Madeira. Shivala, Ivan. Urban Graveyard Lounge music, performed by Kava Khan. Mahalo. Metal Morgue and Dr. Gangrene's recommended movie of the week, courtesy of Dr. Gangrene. Monster Matt Patterson of the Monster Matt Minute can be found online at hahahorror.com. All this and gore produced by Twisted Central of twistedcentral.com. To find out about all the music you heard on this episode, as well as all past episodes and all those important links, go to Six Foot Plus. That's the number six, F-T-P-L-U-S dot com.